Welcome to another edition of Vinnie's Voices. My name is Natasha Belling. This podcast is an opportunity to showcase the extraordinary alumni from St Vincent's College and share their inspirational stories. Our guest today is Melinda Gainsford-Taylor. Melinda is one of Australia's greatest ever athletes. Melinda is a three-time Olympian and still holds the Australian record for the fastest female in the 200 metres. Her string of achievements are incredible. At just 14, Mel was number one in the world for the 100 metres and in 1995, she won gold at the World Indoor Championships and has also won silver and bronze at the Commonwealth Games. Mel was born and raised in Narromine in the central west of New South Wales where she first discovered her love of running at Little Athletics. It was at Vinnie's as a boarder the sports mistress saw Mel's incredible talent during quite a challenging time during her teenage years as Mel battled persistent injuries. Since her retirement, Mel has continued her passion for athletics as a national selector for track and field and also trains and supports aspiring young athletes as they chase their dreams. In 2017, Mel was awarded a member of the Order of Australia for her extraordinary contribution to Australian athletics. Mel, thanks so much for joining us. You are an Australian champion. Tell us about when you first found out you had this extraordinary talent with running. Oh, look, it was interesting. I was just a young kid from a little country town called Narromine, which is central west <laughs> New South Wales. And I, I apparently showed some um, talent doing just my local school carnival. And a man called Gary came up to my mum and dad and said, you know, why don't you get Mel involved in little athletics? And um, and they asked me and I said, I'd love to. So it really sort of started there. And then at the age of nine, I contacted my coach, Jackie Burns, and, you know, made a call and asked if she would coach me by correspondence. And oh. she had to come, you know, she had to come down and see how I ran first. I had to impress her. Um, but luckily I did impress her. So, I mean, she says that from a very young age, she could see it. But Jackie and I ended up being together for 23 years and as athletes and coach, which I'm really proud of our partnership and she's been a very special person in my life so um, she would probably say from an early age but I don't think you really realize your talent until well for me it was making my first Olympics in, in 1992. And for you you talk about that partnership we've even seen during the latest Olympics which just was so what our country needed um, seeing all of these Olympic champions and achieving their dreams during the COVID crisis. We mm. saw great relationships between athletes and coaches. How important is that relationship? Oh look it's incredibly important on so many levels you know you're not just giving them a program you, you take on so many roles as a coach and I'm noticing that even now because I've taken on the role of coach. You know, you become their mentor, you become their sports psychologist, you become their friend, their loved one. Like there's so many aspects to it. And, you know, one thing I got out of the Olympics in Tokyo, and this is what I love, is just hearing everybody's stories. You know, sometimes when people succeed or, you know, they get a gold medal, you know, when they say, you know, you know, huge success overnight, well, that's never the case. I can assure you that every single one of those athletes have had their ups and downs and just showing their pure resilience and that's why I just always think they're incredibly inspiring. And those stories are inspiring indeed because often they have overcome extraordinary battles, extraordinary injuries and as you know firsthand, hundreds and thousands of hours of incredibly hard training pushing your bodies to the mm. absolute limit. 
Look, that's absolutely right. And I had a couple of big injuries in my career. One when I was young, when I was 14 years old or, 15, or I turned 15 and one later on just uh, 18 months out of the Sydney Olympics. And, you know, it's those times when it's really tough. You're not, you know, you, know, you, you get all these setbacks, you start training, you know, unfortunately that injury flares up. But that's what makes it so amazing when you succeed. And I think when you're going through those tough hours of training where everything's hurting, you feel like you're not progressing, you keep on remembering that success and that's what inspires you. And look, first and foremost, in anything we do, um, you've got to have a passion for it because when you have a passion for it, you know, you'll always achieve what you're capable of for sure. And Mel, you were a boarder at Vinnie's and I understand we've spoken often about uh, we can always remember the teachers sometimes that have broken us or that they make us, you know, they see that incredible talent. Tell us about the sports mistress at Vinnie's and how she helped you, especially during those challenging times when you were injured. Yeah, well, I actually um, came to St Vincent's College when I was in year nine and I'd put in some really hard training and unfortunately I went through a growth spurt and got stress fractures in both my shins and mm. um, which meant I couldn't do sport for two years. And, oh. you, know, you know, I come off a farm out at Narromine, um, coming to St Vincent's, you know, obviously the environment is very different and I just struggled, I must admit, emotionally and obviously mentally throughout that time. But um, Jackie Potter was there and she was always, you know, supporting of me and um, she actually got me involved in hockey, which I really enjoyed. I loved playing hockey for St Vincent's and uh, it hadn't been a sport that I'd done before. And it was just really actually nice to be part of a team event as well as the individual sport. I knew that running was my thing, but it, it was just really lovely to be able to have that as well. And yeah, and she helped and supported me throughout that time, which was really good. You always need someone like that there to help you through tough times. Mel, you talk about tough times and I think a really important quality to get through those tough times is resilience. I think when you come from the country, you're about as yeah. tough as you can get because of what you experience, <laughs> especially growing up on a farm. But also, I that's what I loved about Vinnie's is they were very much about creating independent, resilient young women. No, well, yeah, definitely coming off the farm, you, you learn resilience because you go through droughts, you go through mm -hmm. mouse plagues, you go through you know, locust plague. You know, I actually always admire country people, I have to admit. Like, I just, they just keep on bouncing back. They always have such great attitudes and, and they have incredible work ethic. You know, I think work ethic is absolute key for anyone to be successful. But just in your life, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to win Olympic gold medals or, you know, be CEO of a, of a big company or whatever you choose to be, but just to be the best you can be, um, I believe, and be really happy. So that, that work ethic is, you know, really important, I think, that um, that they instill, which, you know, you did obviously at Finney's, but also, you know, that, that I grew up with, which was fantastic. Mel, you speak quite openly about the fact that you have grown immensely as an athlete, that you were a completely different athlete towards the end of your athletics career to what you were as a beginner and how you really started to focus on increasing your, I guess, your focus and your mental strength. Yeah, look, absolutely. You know, it was interesting. I was talking to, at an assembly of school, obviously via Zoom the other day, um, <laughs> <laughs> with, a, you know, a lot of young kids. And, you know, one of the things is that I found out when I, you know, when I first went to my first Olympics was I just got a bit overwhelmed by the entire experience. And I got real, and I was very, very nervous um, at the first Olympics. But that's the one thing you've got to realise, and that's what I did by the time I got to the 200 at my first Olympics, is that you realise you've put in that hard work, you've 
put in that sacrifice. And when you put that in, that hard work, then you and you're prepared, then you're more confident with your performance. So from my first Olympics, where I was pretty petrified, and the, the first time I ran the hundred to Sydney, Sydney Olympics, I was loving every moment of it. And you know, luckily I got to compete in front of 110,000 people, which unfortunately we didn't see any crowds in Tokyo. But being an athlete in front of that crowd is the most incredible experience. You know, you, you have self-belief too over time, over time as well. And and I think one of the most important things is, you know, for anyone and also for the students or young athletes coming through is don't ever focus on your outcome. You know, don't focus on that before you compete or do anything you want to do. It's just more about being the best you can be and then that will definitely bring the best out of it. And most importantly, enjoy every moment of it. That is key. Enjoy the process because you've done all the hard work generally by the time you get there. So just enjoy every moment of it. That's such great advice, Mel. In regards to your CV, we had it in the introduction of this episode. It took me about 25 minutes to go through all your incredible <laughs> achievements. You still hold the Australian record for the fastest female in the 200 metres. At just 14, you were number one in the world for the 100 metres. You have won gold at the World Indoor Championships and you've also won silver and bronze at the Commonwealth Games. And to top it all off, and how incredible is this, in 2017, you were awarded a member of the Order of Australia for your extraordinary contribution to Australian athletics. Do you ever take a moment to think oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm this little kid from Narrabine on a property out in the middle of nowhere and I'm now the best in the world. When you, I think one of the things I have noticed is that you don't really look or um, appreciate your career until you finish it, if that makes sense. Like <laughs> yes. As you're going through it, you're like, you know, it's your next thing. So you run Olympics and then, okay, now it's Commonwealth Games and now it's World Champs and now, you know, and just you take year by year and, this is what you do, this is what you love, this is what your life's about. But it's not till later that you really get a greater appreciation of what you've done. So I now coach a lot of kids, you know, from the ages of 7 to 18. And, you know, and they're not just track and field kids. I'm coaching kids just to, you know, teach them how to run properly, to help them in any other, any sport that they choose to do because running generally is really important in every sport. Or, you know, I've coached kids that help them get confidence or they're feeling like they're getting bullied and, I feel as though, um, you know, supporting these kids, the things that I've learnt through my career, I can then give back to them as well. So it's not just about what you've learnt or what you've achieved. It's also the things you've learnt along the way. So, um, yeah, I um, I do look back at it. And when I share those those stories with them, they, they're quite amazed by it. But um, <laughs> I'm very lucky that um, – and I forget most of them. I could be in the middle of a conversation. I go, oh, yeah, I remember this one time when I was in, <laughs> you know. Um, and, And that beautiful gift of giving back, Mel, with your wisdom and your life experience now, what would you at this age and stage of your life tell your young self sitting in that classroom at St Vincent's? What would your life advice be to your younger self? Well, you know, it's funny. I don't have a lot of regrets throughout my career, but I would probably tell myself to enjoy every moment more. Like I remember, Mm. 
you know, I talk about now traveling around the world. I can't remember half the places, you know, have competed at. I wish, and this is what I'm telling young athletes now who've just even um, Mackenzie Little the other day, um, she competed in the javelin. And I'm saying to uh, Mackenzie, she made a final, she threw so well. I said, just when you, every time you travel, write it down in a diary, you know, yes. um, just so that later on that you can look back on it and remember it. And just, you know, I always felt like I, I'd went overseas and, I'd be running, but, you know, it was always a job, you know, you'd always go to the track, you wouldn't see the world as such. But I should have enjoyed that a lot more in the sense of, you know, rather than being a bit homesick and wanting to come home, just appreciate it as well. So I would probably talk to myself and just say, say take every opportunity that's given to you and um, enjoy it and write it down because one day it'd be really nice to look back on you know, just to remember it all. And Mel, for you, we've been speaking about the wonderful environment that Vinnie has created for so many great students like yourself going through St Vincent's. What does St Vincent's mean to you? Oh, well, you know, over those years, I've, I, I even now just recently, you know, because I've got a pretty special birthday coming up. Um, the friendship. 21. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but, you know, just a bit of reminiscing, you know, like my border friends, which were just fantastic, just, a, you know, some wonderful, fun memories of them. And, you know, and then, you know, it's the best thing about Facebook now is to see how they are going and how their lives. And also to um, when I actually had to become a day girl the last few years so I could um, concentrate more on my training over here in the Northern Beaches. But when I became a day girl, there was, you know, a couple of incredible um, were women that, that really supported me through that. So looking from that aspect, it just created, you know, for me to have these friendships forever, which, um, you know, which is which is wonderful. And hopefully when we get out of this COVID situation, I'll get to catch up with them one day, which would be really good. So We yeah, certainly will. Amazing. Mel, thank you yeah. so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing your great words of wisdom. And thank you for everything that you have done for Australian Athletics and also for giving back to so many talented young athletes that we are set to see as superstars in the very near future. My absolute pleasure. Take care. Vinnie's Voices is an initiative of the St Vincent's College Foundation, celebrating 30 years of connecting supporters and amplifying our spirit. For further information on St Vincent's College, the College Foundation, or to continue listening to Vinnie's Voices, please go to the college's website, www.stvincents.nsw.edu.au, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn.